Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show, a weekly podcast designed to help you as a manager and a leader unlock your potential inside and outside of work with the ultimate aim of delivering the results you need. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And, of course, share it with anyone else you think might get a benefit. Right, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. So, the question today is, what makes you competent as a leader? And if you were to boil it down to the main things, what would they be? Well, what I've done is I've taken the idea of being a good leader and looked at how we can make those into easy-to-use sections, and I've got eight of them. Now, I'm not saying these are exhausted or exhaustible. I'm just saying that these are the eight things that I think are really important when it comes to leadership inside a modern business. Now, you may disagree with them, which is fine, but if you do have any more ideas, please send us some feedback at the end of the show. Great to see your thoughts on what are the big competencies that leaders need. So I'm going to read them out first and then try to break them down into a little bit more detail. So the first one is challenging. Second one is supporting. Third one is recognising. Fourth one is actively caring. Fifth one is collaborating. Sixth one is vision. Seventh one is inspiring. And the last one is a role model. Okay, so let's start with the first one. Always a good place to start. Challenging. What do I mean by challenging? Well, let's all face it, in work sometimes, especially these days, it seems to be that it's not about challenging people, it's about high fives and hugs. Well, of course, you want to support, and we will get on to some more of that in the next few, but at the end of the day, it isn't all about that. You do need to challenge your people to be able to deliver the results you need and the business needs. So don't think of challenging as being a negative. Challenge is needed in business, it's needed to get the best out of people. People don't have challenges they just drift, they become bored. If you don't challenge people, they become bored, they become distracted. You know, we have a lot of this of distraction, of paper shuffling, if you like, or staring at the computer and looking at the clock. You need to challenge as a leader to get the best out of your people. And that means that you're going to give them some challenging goals, you're going to set them, you're going to make sure that their outputs are good, you're going to make sure that they're developing themselves and the people around them. So you do a lot of work in that background around challenging you guys to get out there and do the best they can. With all that comes the fact that the leader needs to make sure that they are delivering the results. So you need to make sure you're challenging your team and obviously your boss is challenging you because you'll soon become bored if you're not fully challenged at work. And you, there's a good uh, example is when you get asked, how's things at work? Okay. How's it going at work? Yeah, it's good. It's okay. You know, uh, what are you up to? Eh, bits and bats. You say to your wife, oh God, I've had one of them days. I'm done out. Just, just sat there. You know, boss has just been not bothered. He's been in and out. I've just done my own thing. That's not a way to get your business. It's not the way to get the best out of your people. Going to the second one, supporting. So we talked about challenging. Now we're supporting the people. So any team member in there, by supporting them, and I mean any team member, you need to know what to support them on. Remember, one size doesn't fit all when it comes to people and when it comes to leadership. What one person needs 
uh, another one doesn't. Some want no help at all or feel that they can do it a lot themselves. But you've got to think of things like the basics when it comes to it. You know, you know that some people like to have a fixed way of doing things. They like to have a nice structure to the day. Other people want to have more flexibility in the way they work. So you've got to support that to get the best out of them. You know, if you think of sports teams, not every single player will have the same rituals to get going, will not have the same training ethics or will have the same way of doing things on the field or in the court or on the ice. What you need to do as a great leader or a good leader is to make sure you're supporting and getting the best out of their strengths. So you need to make sure that you're driving their strengths forward by supporting them. And of course, to build that, you need to first know your people. And to know your people, you have good one-to-ones. You know them inside and outside of work. What makes them tick? What do they need support with? And of course, it changes. You know, you, you need to listen to the people, look at what they need in, the, in their day-to-day. And that can change through age, through dependence, through children, through demands away from work. You need to be able to support them and clear the path. I say this a lot when I'm a leader. My job as a leader and a manager is to clear the path for my team to deliver the results we want out of them. So we're there to make sure we're moving it forward and clearing the path. The third one is to recognise, so recognition. You know, people are not always motivated by pay. I know that sounds strange as a, as a manager. You think that you pay. Now, don't, don't get me wrong, you still have to get the right amount of pay, the right level, the right wage for people to come. But there's some more depth to this when it comes to recognising what they do. And those are the hygiene factors. There's things that are uh, very much that have to be there. The prerequisites, the place is safe, it's a nice area, it's warm, it's well lit. But then you've got your motivating factors, which are your competitive wages. So there is a wage element to it. But there's other things in there. Is it flexibility in the way they can take holidays? Is it more holidays? Is it a bonus scheme? Is it share saving? How do we recognise them? But of course, don't forget, recognition down to the basics isn't around the big things. It isn't around the training plan or the, the paternity leave. It's around saying thank you, saying well done, good job. That's what it's really around. You've got to try to make sure that you're recognising that person in their workplace, that team, and that inspires them to hopefully have a good working life when they're with you. The fourth one on my list is being actively caring. So we all say that we care. Well, I hope you all say you care. But are we truly actively caring? Do we ask them, really ask them, not just a passing ask, you okay? Yeah, walk on. Do we listen in as one-to-ones? And do we reply in a good, active, caring way? You know, we want to make sure we're understanding the team members and making sure that we're looking for the people who need that little bit of caring and actively caring. And that is a day-to-day thing. And actively caring isn't on a Friday afternoon at two o'clock when you say, okay, have some donuts and get off. That's not active caring. We're looking at people every day and are we picking up on the trends? You know, is there some change in behaviours we need to be aware of for those people? You know, is their appearance different? Do they look tired? Do we actively care? Do we ask about the kids? Do you know your, ki- your, your, bosses, your bosses and your, uh, your direct names of the children? What are they up to? What do they do? What's the hobbies? What do they love to do outside work? What really drives them? Are they fitness freaks? Are they readers? Do they like the last next Netflix show? What do they like? And then you can actively care. And it's not a false thing, this. This is actually actively being a human being in work because managers are just about humans and we want to make sure that our team is good so we actively go out and care. Next point is around collaboration. 
So we think sometimes when you become a manager, all it's about is telling the guys what to do and they just go and do it. It's not that way. We all know that. It's about collaboration in the workplace. You know, we have to work together. And as a leader, you're there, as I said earlier, to clear the path for your team. But you need to collaborate with them, team. You need to take off some of the pressure when you need to be put pressure on, good pressure on when it's the right time. You need to be in the trenches some days to make sure that they've seen you and you're working with them and getting your hands dirty sometimes. And other times you need to look at the next set. What is that next level where you've got to look up and out instead of down into the weeds. So sometimes as a leader, you're going to do that. But you need to collaborate. They know that they can come and see you if they've got a problem. Now I'm not saying they're going to pass anything on to you. They're not giving you those nasty monkeys. You're just collaborating with them to make sure that you understand what they're doing, you make sure that uh, you know you you are with them and you're collaborating on the jobs that needs to be done to make the place work better and deliver results. And the next point is around the vision. You know where are we going, and why are we going there? And that is a really important part of your job is to make sure that you're getting that place. You're making it an exciting place to work for them, for the future, for the job satisfaction, for the job security. You need to set a really good vision. You know, the, the great question is, does this company look like it can give me a job now and in the future? Do you do that for your people? And you're doing that by making sure that they've got a good, strong vision of where we're going. And it's not just wallpaper. It's not just stuff there that says, you know, we are going to be the best at this and we're going to do that. We, we all know that corporate stuff. We're talking about day-to-day having a vision. So what do we want that place to look like? Not just five years out, but in five months' time. What does it look like to them? What is it moving that dial forward? So that people really do understand that it's a place with a future, it's got some satisfaction in what they're doing, but also it's got security. So much change in the world all the time. People do need security. If they don't feel that the place is there, they don't feel they've got a future there, they won't, wouldn't bring their families to work there, then you're not doing it the right thing as a, as a leader to set that, in, that vision. And the next point on that is to be an inspiration. So how do we inspire people? So as a leader, you need to inspire them with that vision so that they can commit to the way of working, that they can build on it, that they're not just taking the brains out in the locker room in the morning and just standing there or sitting behind a desk. Or They've got to be inspired to do it. So the vision builds nicely into that point about being an inspiring place, somewhere that they want to go to, something that they need and really enjoy getting up in the morning. And we all know people like that. You know, we've got so many people around our businesses who will turn up at whatever time you ask them to do. They'll put a hard shift in and then they'll come back the next day and they'll do it with a smile on the face. You know, that's the way to do it. And then you've got your last point, which is role models. You know, do you have, or are you a role model? You know, do you do, uh, not just do what you say, but you're actually doing the do. So you need to understand what good looks like. You need to drive the standards every day and you need to be a role model that says, I am going to make sure that I am the best person I am going to be. I'm going to be the best version every day. I'm going to turn up on the time I say I'm going to turn up. I'm going to put the work in. I'm going to support my team. But I'm going to be that role model that they'll look up to. And I will develop the next generation of people. I will really be there for them. You know, we're going to be that kind of, you know, we're going to think big picture, but we're also going to be there for them. We're going to have values, but we're going to grow people. We're going to be bold, but we're going to be caring. That's what that role model does. If it's around something basic as, as a safety, you wear the right safety gear you will go the right speed in the car park you park the right way that's the way you set it up you make sure you meet and start on time you're a role model you drive that behavior you can have a smile and a laugh and enjoy it and that also spreads to people but you're the the role model in there let's have a quick recap then so the eight 
uh, competence I think leaders need is to be challenging, to be supporting, to recognise people, to be an active, caring person, to collaborate and make sure that they know you're there, to set the vision, you know, looking out and up where we're going to go, inspire them, you know, why we're here and really why it makes a difference and be a role model. You're doing the right things every day when there's nobody even watching you. Well, thanks for listening to the show. And as ever, uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. So if you can send me any feedback, it is a gift. You can send it to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. I read all the emails myself and will reply back to you if you send me any questions or any ideas for future shows. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.